I'm Dale Denwald. And I'm Nuria Martinez-Keel. You're listening to The Source. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are rising in Oklahoma, and medical experts say the Delta variant is likely the reason for it. We cover what you need to know about this highly contagious strain of the coronavirus. The World Health Organization has described the Delta variant as the fastest and fittest of the COVID variants that are out there. That was Dr. Dale Bratzler that you just heard, the University of Oklahoma's chief COVID officer, talking about the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Health reporter Dana Branham has been covering the latest reports in Oklahoma where active COVID cases have risen by 14% and an average of 190 new cases are reported a day. So, Dana, that's nowhere near how serious the outbreak was back in January, where we had like thousands of new cases a day. But health officials are still alarmed. Why is that? Yeah. So you're totally right. We are not seeing what we saw in January and February, where cases were super, super high. Um, but the difference with this Delta variant is is that it spreads much faster than the the previous strains that were spreading uh, earlier this year or last summer. It spreads the fastest and it, it uh, um, has taken over in every country that it's gone to. It's taking over as the most predominant strain. The COVID that's out there right now is very different from what was out there previously. Um, so the concern is that this Delta variant, if it gets into uh, pockets of the state or the country where vaccination rates are low, that it could really tear through the population. We still have large populations of people in Oklahoma who are unvaccinated or have only had a single dose of the vaccine. Uh, So I think it is possible that we will see these local outbreaks that may occur and and, and, and come close or at least result in a lot of hospitalizations of people in some communities. Tell us how this Delta variant is uh, different from the dominant strain of the coronavirus, um, both in, in how it spreads and uh, symptoms. Definitely. So um, the the dominant strain, at least to this point, um, Delta has not taken over yet, but the, the dominant strain is called the Alpha variant. That's the one out of the, um, the UK. Um, and with that one, the kind of classic COVID symptoms were still the, the case where you would have um, maybe a fever, you might lose your uh, sense of taste and smell, uh, you probably have a cough, um, kind of those classic COVID system s- symptoms that we had heard of. Um, with the Delta variant, we're hearing about some different symptoms that people might want to be on the lookout for. Um, the loss of taste and sen- loss of uh, sense of taste and smell is not what um, folks are seeing so much lately with this one, uh, but they are seeing kind of a sore throat, a fever, a runny nose, and a headache are some of those most common um, Delta variant symptoms. One of your latest stories mentioned Oklahoma is last in the country in testing for the Delta variant, even though bordering states like Missouri and Arkansas are finding outbreaks of, of that variant. What's going on with that? Yeah, so Oklahoma is definitely um, behind compared to other states in when you look at the percentage of how many total COVID uh, positive cases that we've had here and how many of those are being sequenced. And when you sequence a a positive case, you're finding out what strain made up that case. So you could find out that it's that alpha variant that I mentioned, the delta variant that we're talking about, 
um, or, or you could find new strains. That's how we find out about new strains. So Oklahoma, um, I think some of these issues go back to the, the move to, uh, of the public health lab to Stillwater. Um, public health officials have said they've been ramping up sequencing. And the latest that we're hearing from the state health officials is that um, they've got the capacity and the staffing to do much more sequencing than we're doing but they need those samples from hospitals and labs. So they're really trying to get those hospitals and labs to be sending more of them so that we can have better insight into how much Delta variant is here and how much other variants are here. So just to clarify real quick, we might be having more outbreaks of the Delta variant than we know. It's just hard to tell right now because they aren't sequencing for it. Yes, that's that's the case. So when we've heard from health experts recently, um, they're looking at the latest numbers that we have from the state health department, and they're saying that that's fine. Those cases are, are valid, but there's likely way more Delta variant out there than what we're able to see. Um, and that's just because there's also low rates of testing. There are just less people testing in general. I think we kind of got into a COVID law. We all felt that it was leaving our state. It wasn't going to be a big deal. And so people just stopped thinking about COVID as much. They stopped testing as much. I think the symptoms with the Delta variant have changed a little bit. Uh, we're, I don't know if we're seeing as much of the loss of sense of uh, taste and smell. Certainly, it doesn't seem to be as quick with the patients that I've been uh, taking care of. So those patients have had more of the headache and sore throat. The first thing that they thought about wasn't necessarily COVID. So I think a lot of people are waiting to get tested. Um, That threshold for testing has been a little bit low. Um, But I also think that the Delta variant tends to be a little bit more aggressive. So you're just, you get some symptoms, they're not too bad. And then all of a sudden it hits you really, really fast. And I think those three indicators to me are what's been keeping the testing numbers low, but why we're also seeing them come to the hospital quite a bit sicker. If you're having symptoms that just don't feel right, this is July, we just don't tend to see a whole lot of summer colds in younger healthy people. If you have that sore throat, the muscle aches, the headache, please get tested. Now, a little bit about hospitalizations and, and maybe you tell us uh, if the Delta variant could, you know, leads to more hospitalizations compared to other variants. But um, we're seeing uh, in Oklahoma that hospitalizations are increasing. Is there a concern that hospitals could be overwhelmed again like they are in Missouri right now? Yeah. So um, to, to your first question, I think there is some evidence out there that the Delta variant is associated with higher hospitalization rates. So that's definitely a concern. Um, And then Oklahoma is seeing this um, phenomenon where a lot of people who are getting a positive COVID test are then ending up in the hospital. So 28% of people, um, that's the latest number that we heard from Dr. David Kendrick at the Healthier Oklahoma Coalition this week, 28% of people who've had that positive test in the last two weeks are ending up in uh, being admitted to hospitals. So um, it's a, it's a very high rate. Um, and if we break that out by age group, once again, we'll see that the, the, the biggest concern there is in the old, two older categories where their admission rates are approaching 40 to 50% in the 65 and up group. Uh, and I did double check with a few facilities and 100% of those admissions that were reported to me were unvaccinated uh, so far. And that's, that's anecdotal only based on 
report, but that is, and the same was true of the ECMO admissions on at least one facility. So ECMO is the most severe uh, cases that have to be put on on uh, lung bypass. Asked Dr. Bratzler of how, how far are we away from seeing something like we're seeing in um, Springfield, Missouri, where they recently, one, of, one hospital ran out of ventilators and had to go borrow from other hospitals. And his take was that we might see these local outbreaks where Delta could really spread in um, communities with low vaccination rates. And we could have those pockets of hospitals being overwhelmed and seeing those, um, particularly places that might not have a ton of beds or a ton of ventilators, we could see that. Um, so that's certainly something they're concerned about. It brings back memories of uh, early 2020. I know. It's, it's sad to think that we're back here. Oklahoma is just outside the bottom 10 in the nation with 45 percent of the state population with one dose of a COVID vaccine and 38.8 percent fully vaccinated. What's the understanding as of right now about how effective the COVID-19 vaccines are against the Delta variant? Yeah, everything that I've heard from health experts lately is that um, the vaccines that we have now do work against the Delta variant and they are effective. And so your best bet at being protected is to get your get your vaccine. Um, There is some uh, some evidence that's come out that the protection you would get if you only got one dose of one of the two dose vaccines, so either Pfizer or Moderna, that the protection is not very good if you only made it for that one dose uh, against the Delta variant specifically. So no, that that is the case for um, a lot of Oklahomans. Last I checked, so uh, that that's a bit of a concern. Um, but overall, the message is vaccines do work against the Delta variant, and that's the best way that you can stay safe. Now, a a question for my co-host, Nuria. You wrote a story this week about vaccination rates among the youth population. Um, You know, uh, in Oklahoma, we we try to vaccinate high-risk people and seniors first and then um, open it up to more broadly, you know, folks like me and you who are out, out in the workspace and have essential jobs. But there's also, you know, a whole lot of kids in Oklahoma, a whole lot of very young people who are in high school or leaving high school, going to college. So what about those? What's what's the youth vaccination numbers look like? Yeah. Um, as of right now, Oklahoma is well below the national average. When you look at that 12 to 17 year old age group, uh, those vaccination numbers are not where health officials want them to be. I spoke with um, Deputy Health Commissioner Keith Reed. He said that the state health department is not satisfied with where those numbers are at right now. Uh, just to give you some context, the national average for uh, 12 to 17 year olds who have at least one dose of a COVID vaccine is 32%. 32% of that age group uh, nationally has had at least one dose. In Oklahoma, uh, only 20% of of that age group has had at least one dose and uh, 14% of, of that youth population is vaccinated. We're just a little bit more than a month out from the start of the next school year. And I think there is some concern among health officials that, you know, schools that do not have uh, very many kids and staff members vaccinated could be more susceptible to uh, COVID outbreaks, especially with the Delta variant uh, being being present in Oklahoma now. This, this virus is just lingering. It is. 
Yeah, it's kind of smoldering on. And it's certainly not what we were seeing before, like you guys have said. But I think it's alarming to kind of see that uptick and see kind of how how quick uh, things have kind of changed. Well, Dana, thanks for joining us this week to talk about this still very important issue. This podcast is possible because of the Oklahomans' subscribers. We encourage you to subscribe if you can, but you can read the stories that we talked about today and more stories every day in The Oklahoman and at oklahoman.com. 